Hola, filterinos, and welcome to the Pop Filter Podcast, the progenitor of the superhero show show, Nay Hour Hour, Movie of the Year, Nutflex, the OCD, and Doing Bits. This is the only podcast conglomerate with the science and the screaming to determine what the greatest pieces of pop culture have been for this entity's existence. While Movie of the Year is currently covering 1975, and the superhero show show is digging into the comic book-based TV shows out currently, in these bonus shows, we are celebrating 10 years of Year Pop Filter, 11 years of Year Pop Filter by figuring out the best albums, TV comedies, TV dramas, and movies from 2011 to 2020. Tonight, we are focused on the dramas of those 10 years, and I'm your host and co-founder, Mike Gravagna. With me, as always, for over a decade is Ryan. Sorry, I'm just looking up conglomerate to see if that's applicable. I don't... I actually don't think we are a conglomerate. Yeah, I don't think that's right. But, yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Mike. I, I think of it as conglomerate that we are... Uh, contributing to this, and more and more people keep glomming onto us. Oh. We're conglomerate. <laughs> that's the that's the, that's the case with the people that you begged to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've texted, I've emailed, I've double checked their schedules. I'm glad they're here. But thanks, uh, I'm. I'm it's hard to believe. Yeah, I said that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if if I thought that's when you started talking, I know normally you don't oh wait God, for those to introduce you. Here we go. Here we go. Here comes but I actually oh, did introduce you. Uh, this guy. Uh, I, I did introduce I, you. And I know that if you thought that we were an actual conglomerate, you would have called it conglom. A conglom. Yeah. We are not a conglom. Ryan, what? TV what? drama of the last 10 years. We talked about comedy. Uh, what defined comedy was how not funny it was. Uh-huh. So what defined, what defined Hilarity. drama the last 10 years? <laughs> no, I would no, say I that, that uh, I think that the last the 10 last years, years, this is, this is the... Is the this is, of all the forms of media, especially that we covered, this is the one that made the biggest leaps and bounds. I would say that there will never be, there's never been, nor will there ever be a better decade than this decade as far as TV drama goes. Um, and I can feel it being over. Uh, I honestly can. Like uh, Over the last three or four weeks, we've been uh, watching The White Lotus and so all about it. But right. I, don't I don't think it would think even make this make bracket. bracket. And I just think and that, think that the, la- the la- it's, it's really hard to explain how incredible the last 10 years of drama were. Do you think it's over on purpose? I like with I Mayor of Easttown was also very big lately. But like it feels like people are like, let's bring in some pulp and just like let people tune out and not have to watch this show like reading a novel. I, don't, I think I don't, that it, it's not it's over not on purpose. purpose. I think it's, I think it's sort of over on accident. But on purpose in that it's we're now in this like copycat valley. Of oh, like, okay. if the, the you're gonna go through the bracket, Mike, and we're gonna see so much originality, and there will be some trends, there will be some things that are similar, but the ideas and the authorship and the power that we were that we gave showrunners and writers was so palpable, and now it's like, can you make me this plus this? And so it has to go down into this valley until it can rise again and say, we need new blood, you know. And that's the uncanny valley. It's the P-Valley, actually, which should be on this bracket. Oh, man. I think it didn't come out early enough to be on this bracket because this last year didn't count. Yeah. Yeah. COVID. (laughs) Joining us is host of the superhero show show, Cassie Davis. While I introduce you also, I should have said this. Thank you. What's up to you as well and to you (laughs) yours. Uh, To you, what defined the drama of the decade? Um, I would define it as soul crushing and just so dark. So like you had to like you were no, a that's new person. The comedy. What about the drama? <laughs> drama was even worse, even more soul crushing. Like the stuff you were like, surely they can't go that far. They would, and they would like take your whole spirit from you. 
<laughs> your whole spirit. So you're spiritless at this point? I'm spiritless. I'm just a floating entity at this point. Just a husk. And you know what? My favorite husk is also here. Regular panelist of movie of the year. It's Greg. Hello, it's Greg. How you doing? Elon, Elon Husk over here. Over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to get super dramatic. Mike. Yeah. I have something to tell you. What is it? I can tell you have something to tell me because you showed up at my door without calling. I'm going to be super dramatic. <gasps> Drama! <laughs> Did you not watch you not one watch of the shows? shows? I watched all the shows, my friend. I thought you were going to turn not watching one of the shows into some bit. Oh, uh, no. 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 I was just, I, I'm, I'm going to be dramatic today. A lot of times on the show I try to be funny, but I'm going to be dramatic today. A lot of reveals. And that's pauses? And that's pauses? It's yeah. pauses is a big part of it, yeah. And saying that you have an announcement. Like, there's nothing more dramatic than <laughs> saying... an announcement. Because if you say something, that announces that you have something to say because you're saying it. But if you get make an announcement so that everybody hushes like and gets caught... Yeah. Plus, Plus, Greg's a little Greg's old, school. old school. He still thinks still that shows have commercial break, break, so he'll be like... He'll stop a sentence halfway through, and then he'll do three commercial parodies that are all very funny, and then when he comes back, he'll reveal the rest of that sentence. He'll say... He'll say the same sentence, but in a different way. And you're like, wait, is that what the guy said before? <laughs> what happened to the commercial break? When am I supposed to get my sodas? Yeah. When do you get soda? When do you pee or poo? And when do you read another chapter of your goddamn Dragonlance book? <laughs> That's how I read so much as a kid. Sometimes I'll go to, I'll be watching something on HBO Max. Not a sponsor. Thank, thank you. And I'll, I'll need a soda, so I'll go to pause it, and it will then cut to the next episode, and then rewind, and then delete oh, yeah. four episodes from a different show, and then put me on Netflix. <laughs> Literally never press a button when you're watching HBO Max. Specifically like, Max. And yeah, they get just, upset if you tell them that their system is not great. They're like, we know. It's awful. <laughs> we try to use it. It's terrible. You Look, we put anything. money into the content, not in the goddamn algorithm. You have to get the show started, and then you just like hands up yeah, in the air, yeah. and you just back away very very slowly. Like, All right, everybody gather around. You, it's coming. Get your sodas. You just thank the streaming service that it's actually the show that you chose and not something. <laughs> With us also is long-term friend of the show from the Unnatural 20s, McKenna, a.k.a. Books. Hey, very glad to be here, ready to like witness all of the drama. I feed off of sadness, so this is the perfect show for me. <laughs> yeah. Emotional vampire. vampire. <laughs> <laughs> How, how did this last decade of drama treat you? I I think it was like uncomparable, um, and it, it was soul sucking, as Cassie mentioned, but like with uh, purpose and with art, so it was working. Yeah, artfully soul sucking. Artfully soul sucking. Also from the unnatural twenties, who I'm guessing does not like when things are soul crushing or soul sucking. It is Caitlin. Hey, uh, hi, it's me. Yeah. I, everyone keeps saying all these sad things about these dramas, and I think maybe it's because I shield myself from the sadness. But I, I was thought there was some good comedy in these dramas. <laughs> you you laughed like, a lot what? during the dramas. The, the I just remember you <laughs> cracking yeah. up throughout Chernobyl. <laughs> when the dogs died and they had to pile them up. No, it was not funny. It was not funny. I chose not to watch that. By the way, you can find Caitlin's new Chernobyl single, "Doggy Dump Truck," on Spotify. <laughs> It is a sexier song than yeah, you would no, expect no. based on the <laughs> It has a guru. Light some candles Light and listen to Doggy Dump Truck with your loved one. Our final panelist, you know him as one of the older hosts of the Superhero Hour Hour. You loved him on Hat News, and goddamn, do you enjoy his root beer tastings. There's not a snazzy title to those, huh? 
It's, no, it's I call them root beer reviews. Yeah, they're root just root beer reviews. reviews. I like to drink root beer and tell you what I think about them. Um, yeah, drama for the past decade, I, I say, has three things. It's crime, titties, and dead dogs. Those are the things <laughs> that they really rolled out for the, for the last 10 years. They were like, all of our dramas, we're on like paid cable stuff so we can do whatever we want on these somebody killed this dog with titties (laughs) (laughs) half the the shows have to start with like a character killing a dog or a a character loving a dog and you're like well that dog's gonna die like it's now a (laughs) twist if a dog doesn't like makes it all the way through a show but instead solves the crime (laughs) i was i was waiting for that dog to die the whole time and then it didn't you watch things weirdly did you guys know that Mayor of Easttown, a show I didn't watch because it's not from this decade, that her her nickname is Mayor, and it's supposed to sound like she's the mayor of Easttown? Like, that's what the title's supposed to be? I thought it was supposed to be she's the mayor, not that her no, name she, is Mayor. She is, no, her name is Mayor. I think it's short for Meredith. Look, coming from uh, very near Easttown, I know a fuck ton of mayors. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty true. Mayor. It's, she got yeah, that so, Delco. I, I found out as while watching that show, she's she's not really the mayor. She she's not really even close to the mayor. Uh, How does she feel about John Mayer? Uh, <laughs> loves him, absolute absolute stan. You guitar it's, hound. She never says it, but like you can see every time she opens the closet, there's like six John Mayer T-shirts. There is no yeah, amount no of John Mayer, John Mayer information that girls can get to get them to stop loving John Mayer. It's yeah, fucking oh no. insane. I don't care that his dick's racist. His heart is pure gold. <laughs> The guy's a fucking dirtbag. Uh, <laughs> Especially his dick. <laughs> yeah, dirty ass dick. We are not here to talk about John Mayer or John Mayer of Easttown. We are here to talk about the top 16 dramas as we've decided, putting them in a little bracket. There will only be one. It will be very hard. We will take a break right now. And then when we come back, we will start fighting. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it. That's my guarantee. While I have you here, let me tell you about a website. It's called yourpopfilter.com. And it's everything you need that's related to Pop Filter. Everything Mike, everything Ryan, everything Greg, everything Cassie, everything is there at yourpopfilter.com. While you're there, go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Make that your new Amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there. That way we get a little piece of the action and Amazon doesn't. Make sure you're also listening to everything that Pop Filter has to offer, which includes the Superhero Show Show, a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property, and Movie of the Year, where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That's Superhero Show Show, that's Movie of the Year, and that's yourpopfilter.com. Rate, subscribe, review, bye! Round one, battle one. We have 2013's Drama of the Year, Friday Night Lights versus Caitlin's pick, Smallville Season 10. So, Caitlin, how do these heavy-hitting looks at small-town flyover states handle their own issues? Wow. I thought it was going to be a tough one for Smallville to take out you know, their first round, but Smallville's going to totally <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <You're- laughs> Okay, no, keep talking. I don't want to say judgment yet. Keep talking. She sounds like John Mayer. Uh, 
No, I don't think you could ever beat Smallville because Smallville is the best show fucking ever made. And it went on 10 seasons. And sure, we are just looking at the 10th season. But man, a lot of great things did happen in that last season. And maybe some people went on to found or help found cults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. You know? uh, maybe. But not one of the leads. They were out of the show by then, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you re- go on long enough as a show, some of your fucking cast members are going to start a cult or two. <laughs> it's bound to happen that's wild i mean at least she wasn't like the main main character which was uh our good boy uh i can't remember his tom, name. Welling. Tom, welling. tom welling oh my god i love him beef yeah. wellington okay beef wellington <laughs> yeah just remember your pervy nicknames and that's fine yeah, beefcake wellington <laughs> i don't care about either of these shows yeah. but isn't it friday <laughs> isn't friday night lights like isn't this a slam dunk for yes. friday night lights like well, is it caitlin you know and oh. caitlin is in defense of caitlin there was that very dumb storyline in Friday Night Lights where a kid killed a guy, and then they were like, "We're just not going to talk about this anymore." But Season that's, two yeah, doesn't count. That's the Jesse best. Clemens killed a hobo. Every every show makes a stupid fucking mistake, but most spend the rest of their runtime being like, "All right, but how do we go back to it and fix it? Fix it? Fix it?" They did the smartest thing ever of let's never fucking talk about that shit again. <laughs> and honestly, if you kill somebody. That's what you do. You don't talk about Bury it. Bury it deep inside yourself Ugh. and never bring it up and just act like it didn't happen. Also, it's okay and it's healthy. Uh, through Quar, the wife hadn't seen it. We did a rewatch of Friday Night Lights. It doesn't stick out as much because there's a lot more dumb shit than you remember in that show. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who got murdered fucking deserved mm-hmm. it. He didn't kill a random hobo. He killed an attempted rapist. Oh. Well, I mean, Smallville is the story of Clark Kent in Smallville. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's a beautiful show that tell, that you get to watch Clark Kent grow up in high school and then he becomes Superman. And then this s- final season, you get to see everything that has been... Titan going- Flight? They finally well, broke their promise. They finally did. They did it. He CGI'd out of there with a CGI <laughs> Superman suit on. Caitlin, Tom does, Welling would not put on a suit. Does season wow. 10 have the stride episode? No, it doesn't. No, but no, I don't think so. I think that's season three. Can we put the stride episode into this when we're thinking and voting? Yeah, I think no. we can just vulture okay. on any of these. I think that's fine. <laughs> what is, okay, what is the stride what... episode, Cassie? For, okay. for the, I'm going to say three people listening who don't know what that means. The stride episode is an episode that was completely sponsored by Stride Gum, and <laughs> <laughs> so Pete comes back after being off the freaking whole show for like two three years and he comes back and he all of a sudden has stride powers because the stride factory gum has a different kryptonite in it (laughs) and so he has stretchy powers like stride gum and he lasts so long (laughs) i I have so much respect for that yeah i have so much respect for that because honestly like remember we used to watch riverdale and they would have like ads for bumble on it Uh don't just have it be an ad no, the whole it's plot. a major plot point. <laughs> yeah. This guy has dry gum superpowers. <laughs> Sit on it. Really get in there and engage with the marketing. I have so much respect for that. We spent that entire intro talking about how far TV drama has come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look, it's season 10 of Smallville. It's shocking that in Pop Filter's lifespan, Smallville was also still running. That 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 is such an old hearkening back to not just the early aughts, but the 80s oh, yeah. and 90s. We're like... Ricky and Lucy would walk off stage and be like, oh, and by the way, here's this brand cigarette. Do you like to smoke? Have these. That's what they did. Just worked it into the plot, I guess, a little more fluently. Just a little more. Because they also had promotions for like trucks and things like that. But going back to season trucks. 10. Buy <laughs> truck. Clark, Clark had a different truck all the time. He truck was a powers. poor farm boy, but he had so many cool trucks. 
But uh, well, when you have the- a rich older male friend who definitely wants to bone you when he, you're in high school, he's gonna apply you with trucks. He wouldn't take any of the trucks. I can't uh, real quick because our second and third and fourth rounds now move so quickly. Um, Greg, I can't believe that you've never watched Friday Night Lights. It's I tr- such a banger show. I tried to. I tried to start watching it, and it just didn't. It just didn't engage. It just didn't set. But, you, but you can call it Friday Night Live. I, listen, yeah, I do. Friday Night I do Live. Like I also have it. Felt all just of it. like I lived it. It's fine. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, you were Landry, right? Yeah, it's he was almost murdered by a football player yeah. as a hobo. <laughs> I think it it kind of comes from a bygone era of TV, actually, where like nothing had been very good on network TV for a little bit. It, so we all went Gaga. Yeah, it's a, when I watched it, I felt like it was a little saccharine, a little CW style. I, I just it, it wasn't engaging and hard hitting in the same way that some of these others are. But so yes, but I don't think that means it's horrible. To, to it's not super hard hitting. It's telling like other than the murder thing, it's telling a pretty realistic look on small town football. I don't just not know about sports. I'm famous for hating them. My wife was famous. surprised. This is one of famous. my favorite TV shows. Uh, they yeah, do because pop culture sports, so well. and pop culture sports is like such a different animal. Like it, right. it, it has such a different set of meanings when it's the focus of a of a TV show. It, it, you you can see what it means for the character when they win or lose that game. It like coincides yeah. with if is grandma going to go to the home. It depends yeah. on if I make this next <laughs> touchdown. Like if there was a spinoff, but instead of football, they did high lie. Would you watch Friday Night Lie High Lie? Hey, no. Hell, you uh, know cut what? That out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put down right now. Hey, it's not it 10 was, years of pop filter without some of that. If it was brought to you by the gum, Stry, then sure, I would. <laughs> Try our new flavor of Stry, Highlight Stry. Front <laughs> Highlight, Highlight Stry. Brought to you by Highlights Magazine. Does anybody else want to say an actual thing about either Smallville or Final Friday Night to, Lights? Friday Night I would Lights. love to talk about Smallville, because Smallville Season 10 gave us... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you get to see Lois and Clark actually form a relationship, which the first nine seasons... And we've never seen that on TV before. Uh, <laughs> it's never <laughs> once. But it was... Also, Bruce Wayne's parents get killed in season six. <laughs> Pearls hit the ground no, they everywhere. Do. <laughs> There's some, some mention of his parents are actually in that. Is that true? That is true. Oh, man. This, yeah. They should have ever... that stride. This, <laughs> this is the most orphaned man of all time, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. I recently uh, read a thing that the reason... That somebody was trying to tie in why we've seen it so many times. They're like, because he wouldn't be Batman if he didn't think about his parents dying all the time. I was like, that's even sadder than Rich Boy <laughs> plays with his toys all night. Like, I wouldn't do good, even though I have all these skills, if I didn't remind myself my parents died in front of me every night. I got to say that all the saccharine stuff, all the saccharine talk does make sense to me. Uh, I know that it was on a network show, and I know that it was a little bit before Prestige TV really yeah. took off. Uh, but I still, it holds a special place in my heart. And I'm very specifically talking about Friday Night Lights. And yes. I'm very specifically not, not talking, talking about Smallville. <laughs> I no. agree. I, I think you can see the steps of like the OC to Friday Night Lights to quote unquote real good TV. Uh, mm. I, yeah, I think Friday Night Lights, well, one of the perfect things they did, it is very CW in its way. It's teenage drama. But it cared about its adults as their own things. Coach and Tammy are the one of the best married couples on television. Hey, y'all! Not because they're healthy. But because again, rewatch it. He is a prick, and the show actually treats him like a prick. Only in our memory, we're like, he can do no wrong. He can do, and he do do a lot of wrong. <laughs> He's an alpha boomer husband, and she is yeah, just trying to make it work. She's, just She's... trying to get through her wine and hayalls. <laughs> 
I got a whole bushel of hay, y'all. So I still got to hand these out. I'm going to walk the neighborhood with my big glass of wine. Okay, so Greg has seen it. <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> it's time to vote books. Oh, it's going to be Friday Night Lights. Taylor. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> the animatronic bear? <laughs> Too spooky. Too spooky. Is he behind me? It's Smallville. How heartbroken are you about to be? Um, not because it's going to win. <laughs> Cassie. You know what? Smallville. Woo! Love, love Suck this. It, Mike. We are even. Which way could it go, Greg? I had never heard of this stride episode before. Yeah, today. that was season yeah, the three. Stride. And Let's, we're it putting it in. Oh, does that not count? Because that's not what you talked about. Greg, if you're about to do what I think you're going to do, it counts. counts. It counts. <laughs> I'm a Smallville fan. Yeah. I'm going Smallville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan? Sorry to be so strident in my opinion. I have to go Smallville. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, no, no. That's a fucking lie. It's Friday Night Lights and it's by a lot. Oh, okay. I thought Friday I was you over. I just threw it my headphones even... off. <laughs> <laughs> three, two, three, which means I get to use my President Pro Tempore powers, bringing out my Harris. Uh, it's obviously Friday Night Lights. Also a Smallville fan, but you're fucking insane if you think it's moving past round one. It's lucky it got this far. You did this, this to me. I know. I, I, it's the worst thing I've ever done. I've done some <laughs> terrible things in my life, but I, what I feel bad about is introducing Caitlin to Smallville and watching it take over her life like one does meth. It's I bananas. Like ten seasons in like three months. <laughs> also, uh, Caitlin is the recorder tonight. She is writing them all down, and it just says eight battles of Smallville versus Smallville. <laughs> so everyone's gonna hurt. I'm gonna predict the winner. All right, round one, battle two, 2016's American Crime Story: The People versus O.J. Simpson versus Cassie's pick, Stranger Things. Cassie, yeah. Which one do you think looks at old timey America and its issues more? It's issues more, probably not mine, I would say, because unless the issues are of a conspiracy theory from back in the day, I don't think it's that big of an issue. Like, we're not really, there's not that much mind control. There is mind control out in the world. I take that back. The government is controlling us, obviously. But um, Obviously. Obviously. Uh, but, you know, one of them has more Dungeons and Dragons. So I just want everybody to think about that. Oh, what an appeal <laughs> to the jury. Just, I don't know in this voting, you know, some is covering important things. Other ones are fighting monsters while bonding uh, friendships every day. And they meet up and play D&D. Yeah, that's American so. Crime Story. So what's Stranger Things about? <laughs> <laughs> See, one of them has Dungeons and Dragons, but the other one has a lot more references to the entire Kardashian family. So... Uh-huh. Even for me. One of them reminded okay. us that David Schwimmer can act. Oh yeah, thank you. Oh. American Crime Story. When when like when their uh their whole court case or like the angle that they were going on was not working, like they had to do something else. And David Schwimmer in the back was like, "Pivot, pivot." <laughs> that no, was honestly the way he said "juice." He never stopped calling OJ Simpson's juice, and he would be like, he would like look look at their legal strategy and be so worried about it, and he'd just be like, "Juice." <laughs> juice oh but juice I, I'm afraid it's not gonna work juice I that's the same way that I talked to juice when I found out how much sugar was in it yeah was like, oh, juice. Man. oh no juice why would you do your murder you OJ fruit juice uh, for me what this has is it's got one perfect season and that which is uh, the OJ Simpson story and then Stranger Things which had like one Awesome season. I know. One good season. And then one like, what are we doing here? I'm tired of this. This show should be over. <laughs> I, yeah, like I, I was so stoked about the show at one point, and then I just read on some website that like they're ready for 
season five or whatever, yeah. you know, six years later. I'm like, what the? F-? And I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be pissed. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. It's, it's going to be the funniest. COVID stopped so many shows. They were filming season four before COVID and after. And you never change more than when you yeah. were like 14 and 16. We some of them are going to some... come back with totally different voices. Like, yeah. I, I'm the little guy you're used to. <laughs> I'm Mark. <laughs> what was uh, John Redcorn slash Del Dribble's son's name? Oh, uh, Joseph. Oh, Joseph. 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 Yeah. It's going to be like that where Joseph is now Joseph and Bobby Hill is still Bobby Hill. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? What happened to you? I feel like I don't know you. <laughs> That's my part. But this is, a, for for me, this is almost another another slam dunk. It is for me, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ryan, what's his name? Murphy. Murphy. Murphy show with John Travolta. You can go fuck yourself. And it was amazing. It was so good. And uh, lest you think that it's just easy to do this, they came out later with the Versace one, which was still good, but not like Everybody magical. Everybody shrugged. The way this was, yeah. And like this, this re, I, I always want to point out in the last 10 years when something was water cooler, you know? Like right. it, yeah. it harkened back to the 90s era of tv and this was like ev- like i was late on this show and i felt left out of <laughs> all of society what what's awesome about uh, american crime story is ryan murphy for for us though the world has liked him but this specific group has mostly gone fuck that guy for years but the Murphonis- so much glee but yeah well yeah i mean so yeah there's are you into Nip Tuck and Glee? And then you fall out for a while because American Horror Story happened and all his other <laughs> 18 shows. And then this, we went, oh, maybe he can still make stuff for like pre pose. And then also Sarah Paulson because he loves her. But it's like, oh, yeah, she can act. She doesn't just look witchy and all the Ryan Murphy bullshit. You know what? I loved American Crime Story and I loved uh, Duel, the Susan Sarandon. Yes, yeah. Um, and I, I the one. Yeah, and I think that maybe he's like not so good at propelling stories, but taking stories that have happened and mm. then juicing them up like pumping steroids no in there yeah uh i i thought this was perfect i mean it won show of the year right it did that's why we're talking about it <laughs> okay so it's, it won show of the year but one only one of these made dungeon of dragons popular again the, it would have been a lame game one of them this, so you think one, stranger yeah. things did that stranger it was things. riding it was that on- wave cassie Stranger okay, Things was the tipping point. Which one point. has the better intro theme? Uh, like intro? Huh? 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 I don't, I don't remember. remember American Crime exactly. Story. So Stranger Things. So Stranger Things. That one. I. I. Well, no, 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 I right. remember it was like, "Hey, it's Juice." Right, his white truck. Who did <laughs> yeah. it? Did he do it's it? Like, Who's He's that girl? Hey, like, hey, juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I it, listen. If I could fuck an inanimate object, it would be the intro sequence to Stranger Things. That's okay. that's what I'll say. I'll plant my flag there. That's a weird flag, but god damn it, this is America, and you have your right. Everyone in America has the right to their own flag. Also, there's so much show left to, to like to plant your flag. Like you didn't yeah. have to do it so soon. Nope. Well, I, we all get to plant our flags wherever we want. But he's fucking the. Tonal the theme song, theme song the of Stranger Things. We don't want to watch you do it, man. <laughs> yeah, please don't watch us make you watch. Go listen to Survive, all caps. That band is awesome. Kyle Dixon rules. It's the band that does yeah. that. Uh, Greg. <laughs> Vote. If for me, I Stranger Things was fun uh, in the beginning, and then it overstayed its welcome. Uh, the O.J. Simpson story was basically perfect. And that's gonna get my vote, Caitlin. Oh, I'm going for Stranger Things. 
Ryan. I I can't believe that um not only was American Crime Story so good, but it was one of two impeccable pieces of art of that year about O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Because that was when the ESPN documentary <laughs> came out. Um, so, yeah, it's O.J. Simpson for sure. Cassie. Uh, love an underdog. Let's go Stranger Things. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't know how it's an underdog. It's two to two right now, but... Underdog. <laughs> I I just have to point out that I read today that OJ Simpson stays out of the Brentwood area in case Nicole Brown Simpson's killer is there because he's afraid that that guy is going to try to get him. I read that just today. Uh, I also read that the next season of Stranger Things, uh, the monster is OJ Simpson. So <laughs> Played by Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, as Gravedigger, <laughs> as the guy from Jerry Maguire. Books. Uh, I have to go with the show that made me like David Schwimmer again. So American Crime Story. Oh, I love book. I think books is always the most depressing. I literally never know which way you're gonna fucking vote. It's very fun, <laughs> Taylor. Um, I listen. I really love Stranger Things. I just planted my flag earlier. Um, and also I <laughs> I like the third season a lot more than most other people do. But it's OJ Simpson all the way. All right. I don't even have to vote American Crime Story: The People versus OJ Simpson moves on we are going to take the quickest of breaks and we come back battle three hola filterinos i just wanted to interrupt real briefly and say thank you for listening thank you for your support if you want to support us a little more directly you can go to patreon.com slash your pop filter there depending on what tier you pick one dollars a month five dollars a month if you're crazy anything more than five dollars a month don't do that you can get extra content there's extra shows extra series uh behind the scenes stuff uh you could pay for ryan to draw you a picture uh, i can write you a poem you can get the shirts off our very own backs all of that and so much more over at patreon.com slash your pop filter while you're on the internet, you should check out Shady Monk. He does all the tunes you've been listening to. He's on Bandcamp, he's on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, wherever kids get their music these days that I'm too old to know. Shady Monk lives there. Uh, you can probably follow him on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's Shady Monk. Wherever you get music, check him out. Round one, battle three, 2014's drama of the year, True Detective, parentheses, season one. Come on. What uh-huh. are we? Versus 2015's drama of the year, Fargo, which was season two. Good show. Ryan, which new take on noir takes it all down? I, I, I mean, like, when you say True Detective, this is very specifically a whole, what season are you talking about? Yes. And Fargo Fargo ha- is less so. <laughs> but it still has that, though, right? Like, I would say that it was oh, yeah, this- two incredible seasons and then... A little bit of diminishing returns, but st- but even their diminishing returns are better than most shows. Sure, but for me, this is so very clear. I think that this was one guy thinking that he could make his own TV show forever. You know, like really wanted to write and direct every episode, and then you saw him die in front <laughs> of us uh, in the second season of, uh, of Vince Vaughn True Detective. Where oh, I forgot, fucking the Vaughn was in it. Oh, yeah. I, can I say? I liked season two. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Thought it was fine. If there was no season one, I don't think people would have been disappointed by season two. I think season two could have come first. Season one was a tough act to follow. Yeah, but we were talking about season one, and it was freaking yeah. amazing. There, there were moments in season one where it felt like anything could happen. Like you were like, "Wait, what is real?" And is there just about mm-hmm. to be like? 
a portal to another Swamp dimension monster? in yeah. this show? Yeah. What's Is going on? Is it Stranger on? Things? It kind of feels like the Duffer Brothers watched True Detective Season 1, and they're like, well, we're going to put in the stuff we wanted to be there. It <laughs> does kind of feel like the first season of True Detective sort of was like, not necessarily like the progenitor, but like the powder keg for all of the other like big prestige dramas from this decade. Because that came out, and- what, like 2013? 2014? Yeah, 2013, 2014. Yeah. And so much of it, too, is because of definitely like ER, right? Or Friday Night Lights, like the network shows. But even going into The Sopranos, we have to make so many episodes right. that we're going to do uh, like shot one, shot two coverage. And that is all we can do. That is all we have time for. Movies is where camera work is. And True Detective <laughs> is like, uh, but wait. And I think that's why there's less part. Of, <laughs> what it that's part of why it blew our minds is because oh this is we get a movie we get an hour long movie every week in our house yeah like and there were some major set pieces like that gunfight through that gun uh, whole neighborhood yeah. it gave us I think from that same episode the most one of the most important memes was just Rusty Cole taking a drag of his cigarette and looking at his phone and then now just like yeah <laughs> it has become a way to symbolize how we all feel all the time. <laughs> I will say, do you guys think the philosophy holds up, or you get like oh, we get? I, it, you did philosophy I don't think it held up to begin with. I think like yeah, uh-huh. immediately, it, I think it was supposed to be like Matthew McConaughey is crazy, and, but like people were like, okay, cool, and now we can look back and be like, all right, that dude, we've seen a lot more of him now. We all know who uh-huh. this guy is now. He's crazy, and that's that's why not binging helps. And helps. Like I, I do think it's more entertaining to do it that way, to have it go week by week, but it also helps the writers because you will not put together as Rusty is putting together his murder board, you're not putting together your murder board of how Rusty is just as crazy as anyone he's trying to catch. Time is a I flat did. circle. If you drive a Lincoln. one in a day <laughs> <laughs> They just get younger and younger. <laughs> All right. I did season one in a day. It was very dark, very Whoa. desolate. But it was also like, there's a lot of dumb bullshit right yeah, here. See, that's not what is intended. And it was yeah. like, again, like the success was so water cooler fueled. You know, like we all right. ran to the internet and we're like, what the fuck? Versus Fargo. season. So season one took everybody by storm because nobody thought anybody could recreate the, the weirdness and, and magic of the Coen Brothers movie. Or that there would and- ever be a character named Molly Salverson. Nobody ever thought that they no, would. No, you couldn't do that. You couldn't have a detective character named Molly Salverson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You saying it the second time makes me realize why you're saying that. You're not just pulling a random character no. out. She's, she solves everything. That's awesome. And her I name is Molly <laughs> Salverson. <laughs> All right. Fargo wins. But uh, season two, talk about set pieces and it like... It turns down the philosophizing of the Billy Bob Thornton character and turns up just like all these characters. It's the beginning of the Gene. Fuck, what's her name? Smart. Gene Smartessance. Uh, yeah, this was where I really like first saw her and was like, Whoa, not designing the, women? This is the coolest. No. <laughs> this is the coolest person I've ever seen in my entire life. And and it was like, oh, Noah Hawley is somebody to watch. And also uses a writer's room. Uh, I remember about True Detective. Uh, writers coming from writers rooms because everybody's like do we even need a writer's room look at true detective and uh a writer i from one of the shows like breaking bad or Mad Men, they're like yeah talk to me after season two and then later it went see <laughs> which is a good writer dick swing it is time to vote 
Cassie, Fargo, the True Detective. I'm going Fargo. Greg. I'm going Fargo. Caitlin. I'm going Fargo. <laughs> Taylor. I'm going True Detective. <laughs> Books. I'm going Fargo. Ryan. It's actually not that close. It's it's Fargo by a long shot. Fargo moves on. Round one, battle four. 2011's Mad Men versus 2019's, not just drama of the year, but pop culture piece of art of the year, Watchmen. (laughs) Which one tackled with America's past in a more exhilarating way, Greg? Well, I don't know about past. I was say the Watchmen has been very nice for showing us what the future was going to be like. Uh, but I, I, honestly, I would even for your question, I would say that it's Watchmen. Uh, not that many people knew about the Tulsa race riot yeah. before this show, and then after it happened, after the episode came out that that featured it, people were like, "All right, I'm going to Wikipedia this." And honestly, from that point forward, up until its 100th anniversary, it really engendered a conversation about you know racial violence in this country and the the like lengths to which we have successfully buried it, right? You know, o- over time, and so much of Watchmen I have found has been instructive, looking both backwards and forward, uh, mm-hmm. to help me understand the state of of the country right now and how it got there. And I, I wouldn't have necessarily assumed that's what Watchmen was going to do before I had seen it. Yeah, right. And you can tell who watches these shows and who does not, because just as Watchmen was ending, that was the start of critical race theory of like, oh, wait, we can bury it. We should definitely bury it. If we don't <laughs> bury it, then you're a fucking non-patriot who hates America. Guys, just watch Watchmen. You should watch the Watchmen, and then you'll get why you shouldn't bury it. <laughs> Mad Men, is it, 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 it's, we're in this weird period because this is season four but we're talking about Mad Men so season four through seven yeah. counts in our voting it's, Mad Men feels like it is the it's sort of the last sort of crossover bridge from the previous era of prestige mm. dramas with like Breaking Bad and those types of shows that I think sort of su- siphoned off of The Sopranos where they're like ah, our main character's gonna be kind of a bad dude uh, a little bit of an anti-hero. A little bit of an anti-hero, if you were. Almost like if we made like a movie about the Joker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or or made a show about the iconic character known as Ray Donovan. Uh, Ray Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. Your Low Winter Sun. Yeah, your Low Winter Suns, classically. Uh, your modern Ozarks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Mad Men feels like sort of the transition period into the rest of what this TV drama decade was. Um, and I... I skipped Mad Men on the first go round and I recently tried to go back to it and it's hard to get into now. Like it, it has lost a lot of its shine. I feel in retrospect and seeing what has come after. I totally disagree. I think that Mad Men is a big pillar, just like Sopranos was of like, here's how TV works now. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's slow, but it's poetic. And I think that it is doing a lot of stuff on the sides that we just don't really get anymore. I think that it is if if True Detective showed us that uh, TV shows can move the camera this way, uh, Mad Men showed us that we can do themes this way, and you know uh, we don't have to spill it all out. 
what I like about Mad Men is so Sopranos, if we're all agreeing, that kind of like did it all for the next 20 years. People were playing with that in different ways. So many people were like, oh, a hero who kills people? Uh, Mad Men went, you can be a bad person and not be a murderer. Yeah. Let's look into that. Let's be look into a normal, wealthy, suburban dude. Yeah, for so much of Mad Men, you're not sure like what the deal with his like uh, Dick Whitman persona is right. and what does that mean and everything. And when you get the final answer, it's so unsensational really mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you had been expecting to find out that he was a murderer or and the the show when it was going out it's finale everybody thought something crazy was going to happen like he was going to commit suicide by throwing himself out of the building right or that he was going to turn and out to the be intro and it all starts over yeah or or that he was going to uh, turn out to be db cooper this guy that uh, hijacked a plane around the time and got away with it uh, but instead it was just kind of like the end of the show was uh, you know the him coming to terms with his existence for just a little bit mm. and inventing the Coke commercial like that, I guess changed the world. It's about family. <laughs> it did give us that and spun out so many people's careers. I worry if, because it's such a weird cross section of Mad Men, if that's going to hurt it in this voting process here, I think it's one of those things like, you know how judges say jury ignore what the lawyer just said that evidence. It wasn't delivered the right way. So it doesn't count. Yeah. And they go, Oh, we'll do that. For sure. For I know sure. I said this is seasons four through seven, but it's fucking hard to just be like, but it's not about the first three seasons of mad men. Yeah. But as soon as we get back in there, I'm just going to be like, all right, this guy's guilty. Right. Yeah. Do you remember that thing we were talking about? More? <laughs> I asked you to strike that from the record. Oh, fucking neuralize me like Will Smith, man. I can't forget. <laughs> All right, books, Watchmen or Mad Men? Which kind of men is your basket? Uh, my basket is set on Watchmen. Cassie? I feel like it's a slam dunk for Watchmen. Greg? I feel like Greg from the past would be like, you can't just turn your back on Mad Men like this. What's your problem? But Watchmen blew me away past Greg. You'll see when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? Oh, Mad Men is the best show on this list. It's probably one in the top three dramas of all time it's mad men and it is not even close Caitlin. it's watchmen how many Taylor. votes do i get <laughs> i don't think enough because it's absolutely it's absolutely watchmen watchmen's one of the best single pieces of art i've seen on television ever i uh i picked watchmen for the final or mad men for the finals <laughs> Your bracket is busted, dork. Yeah, you just got busted wide open. I loved Watchmen, and I agree. It's one of the biggest single, but I think going for years and being as nearly flawless as it was Mad Men moves on. Uh, it doesn't move on. It would be my vote, but no, even if I Mike got... said it, Mad Men moves on. <laughs> no, 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 that was a stutter. Ignore what you just heard. <laughs> Strike, Strike it. The record. Um, I, I agree with Ryan that you guys are wrong. Watchmen is amazing, but Mad Men is on a different level. Uh, You're just lesser TV. people. Yeah, a different, a different <laughs> lower level. I don't know. Pull your fucking thumbs out of your asses and watch TV better. Uh, Watchmen moves on, and we're going to take another break, and I'm going to do uh, tongue twisters to get my lips right so I don't almost skew the whole voting again. <laughs> well, that is very, very funny or very sad, and perhaps now you have something to think about, or very problematic, and perhaps... We have something to think about. But in any event, I'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to. So why not check us out on the social media? You can go to Instagram or Twitter and find us at Your Pop Filter. Email contacts at Your Pop Filter. Hey, everybody. Keep watching them movies. 
Round one. Battle five. Book's pick, The Crown, versus Ryan's pick, Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. shit. Netflix versus AMC. Both hey. once started our decade with a lot of luster, and both everybody went, you t- uh, yeah, you keep making movie shows and stuff. Hey, Taylor, what do you think? Let's just shortcut this right now. Uh, I I think... Th- no, that was a rhetorical, Taylor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think The Crown is good, books. Do you think that Better Call Saul is good? No. <laughs> oh, That's right. Bob, oh, See, Odin you can Cor- never know what way... He almost just died of a heart attack. And now he's going to die if he finds out that you don't love his wonderful show. You know, maybe he would have had those problems had he not done that show. Yeah. You mean the best show of not just his career, but of AMC's history, where he had to act his ass off so hard that it made us I all pay attention to, to him? I have tried to watch Better Call Saul. Yeah, fear. Uh, so I'm sorry. Times. Walking Dead World Beyond, if we're going to play this game. <laughs> There's another Walking Dead? Yeah, There's, There's so many. many. There's, There's so many. three, and they are not slowing down. And <laughs> stop giving them away. All three are on the bracket, so Michael will get to them <laughs> yeah. in the future. I don't get how people don't like Better Call Saul. This is like... So much better than it's so much better Call than Breaking Saul. Bad, and it's better than almost anything else on TV. Like, wh- what is what is to not like about it? Is it that people aren't choking on their own vomit, planes aren't crashing, and then The Crown is uh, like a dramatic relying of English royalty, and Americans are nothing but obsessed with the fucking Brits. And it seems like their lives are freaking terrible. <laughs> Holy cow! What a what a rotten job to be the king. Honestly, have you guys ever ever like not watched The Crown and gone around to other people and be like, "Why are Americans so obsessed with the Brits?" And then they're like, "I will tell you." And then they scream at you for like an hour because they really are obsessed. Books before The Crown, where was your Brit obsession level of the royals? I've never watched like the royal weddings. I don't really give a shit about obsessing over them, and the, especially in like a positive light, because I think they're mostly shitty people. Uh, what I like about the crown is that it highlights their shittiness, and a lot of Americans' obsession stemmed from this. Like, I wish I could be married to them mm. or part of their family, and uh, the crown just highlighted no, they're gross, average humans. They're barbarians. Like <laughs> all they all they do is like shoot things and make fun of each other and make each other cry and ruin each other's lives. And like, and they like never learn from no, the mistakes. No. <laughs> the crown is just a constant repetition of like, oh, we fucked up by forcing these people to do these things. So let's go do it to the next generation. Which is not to back up uh, Books' pick, but slightly everything that you want for a fucking drama. Yeah, like never learning from your mistakes, always making the worst decision. That's perfect. Getting all of the best British actors you can every season, and then just oh, swap, yeah, swapping Harry them out. Potter, dude. The, TV the show. casting is brilliant. Claire Foy, get the fuck out of here. Olivia Coleman, get in. <laughs> 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 You're the new Claire Foy. <laughs> but yeah, the casting is is like perfect. It, it's so engaging. And honestly, it shows you a lot of historical events that just have like totally been forgotten. And when they're going right. on in the show, some part of you was like, okay, I know this is like a show about reality. But really, like the prime minister's kid got lost in the desert for a while. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> Check it out. Or in this last season, um, a, an old grandpa was out on his boat with like two kids. And then the IRA blew up that boat. And I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Get out of here. No, it happened. It straight up happened. And it highlights how long this old bitty yeah. has had a fucking stranglehold <laughs> on that tiny island. Women fucking live forever, dude. <laughs> Can't take us down. <laughs> Can't try. 
<laughs> I think you know, Greg nobody Cassie else did Queen Elizabeth girl boss. <laughs> Greg Cassie and Taylor just wrote an MIA song. <laughs> all that the Crown is uh, having attempted to watch it. It feels to me it felt like that. Oh, we are out of the age of like actual golden age drama. You you've done the moves. It looks very pretty. Uh, it looks very pretty. Great. Uh, the cast is great, but watching it, I'm like, I get that you think slow means good, but goddamn slow should also be good. <laughs> and you, which think is that- what Better Call Saul does. Oh, yes. I was just gonna say, you think that because I've fallen asleep literally every single time I've tried to watch Better Call Saul. Caitlin, so many of your stories <laughs> are Better I fell asleep Saul during something, is- so I think that's that's you not have the a sleep disorder. <laughs> That's how we know. It has to be good. It's my that's Driving my over here was so boring I fell asleep. <laughs> but But Caitlin, I would welcome I would like to welcome you to the O C D family. Did you hear Mike when he got upset? Caitlin! Caitlin! <laughs> it's been a while since I used those muscles. Books, you were gonna say something, I believe. Uh, I was just going to say, I do think Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad, but it, about slowness, a Better Call Saul is like, let's drag out this man's criminal activity. Like, day by day, the episodes I have seen are so dry, and I get that the, the scene work is supposed to be working, but it, it just feels like it's trying too hard. See, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think you do see that. It is like this slow tick of like, because so many dramas are like this person's descent and it's very quickly uh yeah. fucking westworld the guy is like i love all these robots i stub my toe now i'm gonna murder and fuck all of them i mean up. breaking bad the, the very first shot is him standing in his underwear on the road pointing a pistol down the road because yeah. that's how far gone he's going to be just by the end of this first episode this is like the opposite of that yeah i, I feel like it, it's a really realistic and i i think like harrowing look at how somebody just like it's uh those increments where you sell your soul in increments and you just get a little worse and a little worse and a little worse uh, and it's still fucking funny. It's I, I don't think it's that. It's not that dark drama. No, and all the actors in it. The the lady who plays Kim Wexler. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it has to be the best casting on. TV, yeah, right? I think the Crown gets the credit, but uh, Kim Wexler is. Oh uh, Jesus! All of them are incredible. Yeah, Better Call, Better Call Saul is our The Crown. <laughs> That's why Mance? it all comes down to Taylor. That's a good time to vote. Taylor, we'll get to you last for drama's sake. Caitlin, <laughs> which way are we going? Oh, you know it's going to be the crown. See, I am surprised by that. Really? Say something positive about the crown. I uh, It seems like it's nice. Also, she, <laughs> <laughs> she wore a fancy hat. <laughs> Greg. Yeah, it's better call Saul, and I, I'm so surprised that People still give this show a lot of guff. <laughs> Cassie. Here to give it the guff. Uh, it's the crown for sure. Woo! Ryan. I, I mean, I do want that woo that just came out. I would love if that happened <laughs> after I said this title, but it's Better Call Saul, and it's by Mike roughly about a billion. Books. Don't agree with that billion, uh, and it's very rough in my opinion. It's the crown. Taylor, 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 Taylor. <laughs> that is even, which means my vote comes into play, and I don't have to cheat and say I vote twice. So Better Call Saul moves on as it should. Hooray! We can't lose Mad Men and Better Call Saul both in the first round. Yeah, I'm sorry, men. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will say that Taylor is right. The best, like, Better Call Saul acting of all time is when he walked in and said, oh, my little women. 
All right, round one, battle six. Taylor's pick, Game of Thrones versus 2017. 2017? (laughs) Under the sea? (laughs) Halt and catch fire. Taylor, is it the look at the the back-breaking hackers of Texas, your forefathers in the 80s? Or is it titties and swords, titties and swords? Preeminently watchable. Yeah. And talking about how crazy it is that water coolers come back, Ryan said O.J. Simpson, in a very small set, yes, American Crime Story brought water cooler back. But the fucking world finally said, hey, do you know what's cool? I guess dragons are cool. <laughs> and middle school me went, you motherfuckers shoved me in lockers for years saying dragons aren't cool. Can you yeah. guys imagine what it, what it was like for Mike in 2011? For like, he, he's just standing there at a bar and some jock is like, I think Game of Thrones rules. And another jock is like, I think Captain America rules. And he's like, what the fuck? What is happening right now? You both punched me in the stomach. Because you told me both of those things sucked in high school. And then they both punch you yeah, in the stomach. Yeah, now we like him. Get him. Yeah, it's so hard. He's gatekeeping. It's so hard to remember how Game of Thrones felt like before this last season. Mm-hmm. You can try. What I think is interesting about these two against each other is one, like, put HBO on the map again, like, post Sopranos. It had a bunch of little shows that, like, but this was a huge one and brought people back. And then Halt and Catch Fire, and I was part of this too. I was like, oh, you're going to Lee Pace is a new Don Draper? Dumb. And then I was slapped <laughs> in the face and rewatched it. And I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. It, it, now AMC split. And they're like, we're going to have big, stupid fucking shows like Walking Dead on all of its spinoffs and little, quiet, amazingly detailed character studies. Never anything in between. Yeah, and uh, when it, it when it doesn't get nominated for Emmys or wins Emmy, Emmys, seventy five people stand up and say, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and those seventy five people are so angry. <laughs> so many it. of those people are Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and we only got four seasons, right? Like four total. Hall of yeah, Hall of Catch Fire, and they're so dramatically different because they do something that I think is a really cool move for shows to do, which is in between seasons they jump. Like whole yeah, like a bunch yeah. of years. years, and you get to see these people go from like basically very small time computer programmers to like very extremely wealthy, successful yeah. people, and you get to watch those same characters go over that whole arc. And really, the only shame is that it it, it seems like it ended way too early. Only by in terms of its quality, in terms of how it was right. viewed and how much it was talked about, it probably actually got a couple extra seasons. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't canceled because I. Uh, no one watched it at any point. So they weren't like... Yeah, we lost ratings. Yeah, you can't lose ratings. And the thing we've been doing with this whole TV drama show so far is like trying to decide what seasons do we include? Like even within right. that decade, you know? Like do we count True Detective season two? And Halt and Catch Fire had like four mediocre... Oh, AMC is trying to do a thing. First episodes. And then became the most legit show on TV. Yeah. And Game of Thrones, it's... For someone like me who was never a super fan, it's hard for me to not have a bad taste in my mouth with all the stuff I didn't love throughout the run. And then the way that it ended, I'm with everyone, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it fucking punted. It became like the condensed version of the parts of it that you didn't like. Like yeah. they made the whole but now do it quicker. <laughs> the pilot is hilarious because nobody making the pilot had any idea what was going on. Like, what what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and so all of the all the, like the characters are like, uh, they're all the way on the other side of the narrow sea. Am I saying that correctly? <laughs> also, I've watched the pilot recently, 
And it's crazy the amount of times where like something along the lines of like Jon Snow is talking to Tyrion or somebody. Like everybody's together at this big party. Yeah. All the characters. And Jon Snow is like, uh, no, I have to stay with my family. They're not really my family because I'm a bastard son, but I hate being alone. And I hate walls. And I hate snow. <laughs> anyway, Tyrion, bye. There's so many of those conversations. But, but then you could be, uh, what's uh, what's her name's brother? What's what's her name's brother? What's, <laughs> what's uh, the blonde queen's brother? Who Jamie. Jamie. Lannister? Oh, the serious. Different blonde queen. I think it culturally and socially, like if we look on the impact it had on society, then yes. If we look on what it did for everybody who was watching it and how it, you know, brought together a whole level of fantasy and appreciation that a lot of people denied themselves. Yes. But overall, is we're just judging it as a show. And no, if you make us watch that much of a show and you end it like that, that's the reflection of your show now. That's... Yeah, that's what it what you take away. <laughs> Applause from some of the pens. You know a big thing that I think happened to him? It's like uh he's like a DM with a really complicated campaign that he's running, and I think he has just forgotten so much of what his plans were, and he's like, you know what, man, I just can't bring this home. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all go to your jobs and kids. We've done this too long. <laughs> yeah, uh, those two guys just became immediately like two Adrian Grenier's from Entourage. And uh-huh. they just started like partying and living this hollywood life and not giving a shit anymore do you remember during the screaming i'm queen's boulevard (laughs) during the eighth season uh disney was like yeah they're not mate by the way they're not making that the next trilogy like we're not gonna do anything with them these guys fucking suck press release nah thumbs down all right (laughs) time to vote greg it's game of thrones or halt and catch fire halt and catch Uh, fire you know halt and catch fire is four perfect seasons and it's got lee pace who as everybody knows is canonically my boyfriend so i'm going with halt and catch fire <laughs> canonically one of these canonical <laughs> boyfriend girlfriends <laughs> caitlin um uh, i'm actually gonna go for game of thrones simply because everyone like i i watched not all of it um but it's everything everyone was talking about and i feel like it had just a big footprint and i know books how you were saying it's how it ends i didn't see the ending so. <laughs> hey guys just turn it off it's check fun. me no, I, I, looks I, like I won the pretty, Game of Thrones a pretty good argument other than just don't watch a bad thing is how much does it own that decade yeah. Yeah. impossible to argue that Game of Thrones did not Ryan uh, I mean Game of Thrones owned the decade for sure and Halt to Catch Fire owned nothing but <laughs> I it rented something. I, I, I think that Game of Thrones deserves its place on the list like it's one of the 16 like it was that big that monumental but if you put it up against anything you know what even if you put it up against smallville season 10 i'm going with the other thing well caitlin i'm going with halt and catch fire though not smallville (laughs) smallville out of nowhere cassie uh so i'm confused can we vote on smallville is that a yes or a no you could do smalt and catch a bill okay um i'm gonna go with halt and catch fire lee pace baby yeah, I was gonna say you've seen him in a couch on a couch in those jeans, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. where was I when we all decided that Lee Pace is in the Pop Filter Hall of Fame? This is crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Have you, you seen him? He's like once. Yeah. six, seven. He's beautiful. I think it was Amy. Yeah, <laughs> he's and, a gentle giant. I just want him to scoop me up in his arms and hold me. <laughs> and I think it was uh, Amy Adams, one of like the greatest living actors right now, who said he was just off camera at the craft service table, and she kept getting distracted. Like she had to make him leave because he's just too magical to watch. And it's really. 
a shame that they since Halton catch fire, he's not really been utilized. He was Ronan the Executioner. I know he's. I, they they need to bring him back as like a hero. Where don't put see makeup on him. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh my god! But, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm just. I was appreciating the conversation that was currently <laughs> happening, but I'm gonna contribute to it with voting for Halton catch fire. A lot of canonical. Shit. I guess my my canonical boyfriend is Scoot, uh, Scoot McNeary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Me and Mike good. are both dating Scoots. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the thruple with Scoots over here. Uh, okay, so Halt and Catch Fire moves on, which I think is the most pop filter thing I can think of. Uh, <laughs> we are going to take a break, and when we come back, the final two battles. It all comes down to this: the seventh. Of eight battles <laughs> in the first round. Battle 7 is 2018's Drama of the Year Pose versus 2012's Drama of the Year, the aforementioned Breaking Bad. Ryan. Yeah. Part of the Murphonasance. I was not making eye contact. I was like, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. Uh-huh. It's weird, though, when literally nobody's making eye contact. I'm not sure what to do. Uh-huh. And you're, you're my, my steering wheel. You're my Jesus Training wheels? There's anchor. Well, You're my anchor. You're dragging me down. Just because we all believe, and we all believe, that Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean that it can't move on. But Very I, true. I'm not sure it's the better one. I'm Right now, I'm thinking, like, when you asked the question, I was thinking, could two fucking Ryan Murphy shows move to the second round? That's impossible, what right? What a world. This but, guy is prolific, though. He's making yeah, shows nonstop. And, and he drops a lot of turds in the toilet. Yeah. But you it's know like what? Saying, I've been like, known to do that myself. It's like saying, could two Greg Berlanti shows move on in a superhero bracket? Like, yeah, absolutely. He is, he is the square Berlanti, except not that square. His stuff is insane. I feel like we, as a podcast, got so fired up about Pose, and yeah. then it won Drama of the Year for its year, and then it disappeared somehow from our consciousness or something. COVID? Was it COVID? COVID? Well, I had a second season. No, yeah. yeah, it did. It had a second season. I, I'm just saying but for the, COVID stopped us from talking about. Yeah, it. specifically <laughs> on this podcast, like it came out and FX advertised it all the time, and you know, but it just it, it it's like odd that the first season of the show had such a huge impression on us, and then it just didn't. It, it feels like as just a group, it didn't have lasting appeal. Mm-hmm. I I feel like culturally, it also sort of lost some of yeah. its appeal. Yeah. Like I feel like people just don't really talk about it anymore, and I didn't check in for the second season yeah. so i don't know if it's because there was a drop in quality or what but like people just don't address it at all like treated it like it didn't come out i think that's a ryan murphy thing though and i think that's why oj simpson works so well is because and like if you remember back to glee it's just like i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot all of my bullets in the first season and then it's like oh fuck i didn't know that another season <laughs> that what? that's crazy i caramba it's also, I mean, not just Murph, but is everybody, and we've talked about this every year, we're like, well, this is new, so it's going to win so-and-so award. We know the other thing is good, so what are you going to do? Be even fucking gooder? Uh, is it everybody's like, why would I watch it? I watched it. Give me something new, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Whereas Breaking Bad, I, like, Mad Men already lost, and so this whole bracket is bunk, but... um. Breaking Bad had a pretty significant thumbprint on the culture. Yeah, just to say yeah. that we have some issues with it is not to say that it, it wasn't it's, a huge show and very important and, I think and very good. because Breaking Bad may be like the favorite show of the worst dude you meet at a party doesn't yes. mean that like you can't acknowledge it, it's one of right. well, a few shows that really I think only kept getting better 
as it went on and like stuck the landing and like ended when it needed to had an idea all the way through and executed it on it well all hey, the way through. what's up taylor i smell like x body spray and i fucking drink monsters like crazy and i've only watched one tv drama and it's breaking bad <laughs> and i hate skylar she yeah, was the and- villain that's the sign of a douchebag Breaking Bad fan. Yes. If you think Skyler was a villain. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the wife of the guy who's becoming a fucking lunatic gangster is trying to stop him. How dare she? It's the same people that think Tom was the hero of 500 Days of Summer. Oh, <laughs> or Blink-182. And I know we're just talking about the show, but even the movie, El Camino, that came out about Jesse afterwards, even mm. that was dope. Yeah. And it's like obviously Better Call Saul is so Bad. good. It's, I, I think that a thing that really made Breaking Bad so good is I think if it was just a show about Walt, it would, I don't think anyone would talk about it. I think it's because it has Jesse doing the inverse moral journey mm-hmm. that makes it like peak TV. But like that is the real heart of the show is Jesse's character and the fact that he gets the best possible ending that he could from that scenario. Uh, felt like the showmakers giving us a little like here we'll give you a little hug we know that this is rough tv's not going to be like this for a while after this and the tagline of el camino was it's a movie bitch and i like that (laughs) you 20s i gotta ask because we've been accused of being uh men who only like men shit and Breaking Bad v. Pose. Are we being fucking dumb for even trying to say Pose shouldn't go on? Yes. Yeah, like, what is the category of Breaking Bad? What Wait, is? Also, like, what's the appeal? What story needs to be told oh more? God, a bunch my... of white men selling drugs, creating drugs, or our uh, trans community and our uh, LGBT and people of color community finding uh, homes and building, uh, you know, their own place where they can be themselves. But no, I, let's talk about drugs. I don't want to. I don't want to belittle Pose. Because I think it's a great show, but to say Breaking Bad is just white dudes selling drugs is really Sorry. what Taylor just said. It's it's taking two characters, one that society looks pretty favorably upon, a science teacher, and a, a science father, teacher with, cancer. and watching him become despicable, and a meth head who all society writes up learn how to be a good human being. To say that's a who cares about that story. I'll, I'll Fuck give you, you I say. <laughs> it's, it's been so unappealing to me though that I've never gotten past the guys selling drugs part to dive into the moral dilemmas of it because it just it's it's not a it's not an appealing show to uh, this audience the u20s audience i think i would agree what? with that but i mean breaking bad I, I think i watched i watched quite a few episodes of it and i it just kept feeling gross watching it whereas mm-hmm. pose i feel like is more like an empowering like there's so much going on there so much drama and it's real life i feel like both of them deal with like real life kind of situations but I feel like Pose handles it so much better in a more uplifting way. And uh, I don't know. I really liked Pose a lot because it, it <laughs> dealed with a lot of shit. And like there is a lot of sad things, but I feel like I could have watched it. And I, I felt good after watching it. Like I do think this is a moment that we should highlight, though, because this is the first real drama that Caitlin has ever admitted to liking. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to, we I need like to bookmark Smallville. that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. That drama is Breaking Bad? It's Smallville. Breaking, but honestly, <laughs> as someone who like is, is a little bit closer to Caitlin than than you boys are, maybe I do have to say, Breaking Bad obviously is a brutal, so brutal show. Like, there's so many times where I was watching it where something would happen, and I would just be like, "Man, I kind of wish that like the show I was watching didn't always do this to me." Oh, was it a <laughs> drama? <laughs> Mike, what is the name of this episode? 
drama. Yeah, you can, you they, can have a drama without like forcing me to watch a dude make all of the worst decisions. Like there are other ways to do stuff. He, sure. Okay. Uh, but what I think about that's, scrubs? That's, that's yeah. what's bad about the, when we make fun of Low Winter's son because it's a dude making the worst decisions and none of it makes sense and you don't understand why he's doing what he does except that's what bad dudes should do. Versus the Breaking Bad, I do think you can see Walt's ego and desperation keep pushing him in the corner. Like yeah. again, it's the fans suck. And my my mom's is a my mom is very similar to you guys uh, books and Caitlin and I'm assuming Cassie that she hasn't spoken up yet is that she's like the hero sells drugs I was like just because he's the main guy doesn't mean he's the hero the people who are like Walt's awesome are fucking morons the whole point is that we should not glamorize this kind of character but yeah, I do and- think that's a big part that turns me off of it so much is that he is a pl- I know he's not supposed to be the hero we're not supposed to root for him but so many people do. Mm-hmm. No. And the show which, gives which is why like it's, it's almost like we don't watch Rick and Morty anymore because the fans, yeah, Fight Club as well. Like there's just uh, some shitty people that the gravitate Los Dodgers <laughs> yeah. no, <laughs> to, throw, to name some things. So mean. Hey, I don't understand <laughs> that reference. All right, it's voting time. Cassie, pose. Greg. I like. I want to say pose, but I just don't feel like that's really true to what my experience is because I watched all the episodes of Breaking Bad and I got so fired up about pose and then just didn't watch the second season. So I think I have to be true to that and say it's Breaking Bad for me. Books. Pose. Taylor. Yeah, I'm. I'm with Greg. I like both of these, but like, even if it's not as high up as it would be right when it aired, I think it's still Breaking Bad for me. Caitlin. It's the women versus the men right now, and it's obviously Pose. <laughs> I don't want to okay, watch someone... What if I told you just... he makes giant MacGyver crazy experiments? I watched Pretty the sweet. show. Magnets, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Okay, saying it's bad is okay, it was okay, Yeah, it, it was, was breaking bad. It was, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I agree with Taylor, who agreed with Greg. Um, the quality plus the footprint like or the thumbprint is mm-hmm. so big it's got to be breaking bad and I, let's only I, have one ryan murphy show in the <laughs> top eight i i'm fascinated and, and want somebody to do analysis of the, this gendered split right here uh i have to come in and vote and pose i loved and maybe i think it's very interesting that nobody ever the world stopped talking and stopped watching it is hard to get around that everyone went yeah we loved it oh there's more Uh, I don't know if that screams best drama of a decade. So my vote is also for Breaking Bad, and that moves on. Your final battle of round one, this is going to be fun, is I didn't write any of these years down. (laughs) I May Destroy You versus Succession. Oh, that's 2020's I May Destroy You versus 2019's Succession. Let's go with Taylor looks ready to talk. Taylor, are we looking at a uh, deep look at the Murdochian type of family owning a media conglomerate and how fucking awful they are or a harrowing comedic tale of how a woman deals with rape? There, I think we might have another gendered split on our hands. This is so... <laughs> this, I, this might be the most disparate to like matchup of the first round to me. Like, I really like both of these for entirely separate reasons. Like, I think Succession is maybe the closest to the bit we were doing at the beginning that dramas are actually funny and yeah. the comedies are... <laughs> like, this is the closest to 
a comedy that we, I mean, obviously executive produced by Adam McKay, uh, who we all know from Talladega nights. Uh, (laughs) so like, I think no no, books books, go for it. (laughs) I, I think succession is for me, what breaking bad is for the guys on this show. It's shitty people doing shitty things. Um, but entertaining and drama. And I think I finally kind of ca- grasp a little bit more of why Succession is appealing. And I, I this bracket is really difficult because I love both of these shows. Uh, mm. The people who are harmed in the process in Succession, I also don't give a shit about. Yeah. It is all shitty, where it's breaking bad harms people that shouldn't be in those shitty positions. And that's harder for me to watch. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, this, a, there's an appeal there. There's this weird tension in Succession where uh, I'm judging the rich people so harshly but then I'm also looking at their really cool helicopters and just being like, man, I wish even one time I could fly in a cool helicopter like that. But like their day to day life, they do things that like you will never experience one time. Mm-hmm. And as much as you're judging them, it's so hard not to be like, ah, oh, man, if I could just do it just up like that. Day. Just yeah, for one. Yeah. <laughs> such a weird mix of hate watching and luxury. Yeah. Blended yeah. Together. <laughs> and it makes you feel like I wouldn't say it makes you feel so bad, but it makes it kind of like makes you a little unsettled in such a way that makes the, the show even funnier because you do feel yourself seduced by it as much as you judge it. That's why it's like but, a masterstroke to have cousin Greg in this show. Oh, who hell like yeah. Is a bumbling absolute, like he, he's one of us, but like is close enough that he can get in the inner circle and experience all the stuff and be like, this is fucking crazy, right? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. oh Greg, this is normal. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and you think at the, at the beginning of the show, you think like, oh man, this this cousin Greg, he's gonna like be the moral center of this show. No, and he never he never gets any more slick. But he definitely decides I'm not gonna be the moral center of this show, and like <laughs> tries to do blackmail in the most awkward ways. And like, so he is one of us and he gets tainted, I guess, in the same way that I was talking about. We do by loving their luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's he like immediately he's like, man, I sure do fucking love money. Yeah. <laughs> it rocks. Uh, and I get that. I understand that. Uh, whereas and what's the now, other what's it going up against? I may destroy. I may you. destroy you. Oh, yeah. Which is it's one of those dramas that it it hits you every step of the way. It it does hit you, but it's also really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because Michaela Cole has a comedy background. It's it's hard. It's it was harder for me to get laughs out of "I May Destroy You" than it is "Succession." But I think that's just I. The, I think the I subject regretted matter. every laugh I had. So yes. like I did laugh, and immediately I was like, "Oh, I'm a shitty person." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that, I think that's her intent as oh. the creator and star. She's just pressing you in that bruise she created and it's deepening mm. that effect of her unraveling and you mm. laughing at that unraveling and then feeling shitty it just it increases that build yeah both of these shows for me uh i had to have a long gap between every episode i watched for different reasons like both were like i was like this wasn't a fun thing you're making a great piece of art but i need 18 episodes of the flash before I can fucking watch (laughs) this great piece of art again. And I don't feel good about that, but they, one is I hate the, I hate that what Michaela Cole is showing is just true and happens every day. And I hate that what succession show is true and what happens every day, except succession. They are all getting hurt all the time. And I don't think the real Murdoch's and Murdoch types are actually getting hurt all the time. They're just living life and loving it. And we're being taught to like, don't you see how they're in pain and they hurt each other? No, I don't think that's fucking true to life. I bet they make each other miserable. I bet they do. 
But then they fucking come in money yeah. and are fine with it. Yeah, then they roll over a car and someone drowns and it's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> I did my best. I'm a good person. I want to ask uh, Caitlin. Yes. Have you seen either of these shows? A second of either of these shows? Succession, I have, yes. Um, and and I kind of, it kind of, I could see how people like it. It's <laughs> Okay. It's just not one for me because it is just rich people and just, I don't know. It, it doesn't appeal to me, but I do see, like, I, I see what they're doing and everything. See, do you know what's weird for Succession is that it's a lot to me like Fast and the Furious or The O.C. or Riverdale. Like, you have to be on this sort of wavelength that it offers, yeah. and then it's hilarious and ridiculous and basically as absurd as any right. Fast movie or Riverdale episode. But I, 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 why, why I wanted to ask Caitlin specifically is because I know bad people typically are like, I'm out. But like, why, why do you see the appeal of succession? And it's not going up against Breaking Bad, but not Breaking Bad. How are these not parallel? No, I mean, like I, I get said, it, but not for me. With Breaking Bad, I saw why people like it. Like, I get, okay, because before you're like, it's bad. No, so. I said it's bad for me. It's bad. It's bad. I don't like it. Uh, but I, like I said, I, I watched a couple episodes of it. It's just not for me. It's gross. Like McKenna was saying, I don't like watching gross things like that that glorify men and people love and turn it into gross things um but yeah i, I couldn't watch i may destroy you yeah under when people are like i'm sure it's great i can't fucking watch it i mm-hmm. i get th- it. there's so many yeah. shows i'll scream and be like try but yeah i get it it's like, no, you're it's aware hard... you're aware of the subject matter so yeah. <laughs> hey you just finished a nice pasta dinner let's throw this on the tube <laughs> it's fucking hard to, to argue yeah that's yeah, it, the way that i watch most shows now is my girlfriend and I will eat a, eat a meal and put something on TV. Hell we yeah, watch dude. we watch this show separately on our computers at different times. Weeping, yeah, <laughs> alone. Ryan, Mike, it is who is time this person who follows you home from your dates and says, "Hey, you just ate a big pasta dinner. <laughs> what would you like to watch?" That's the voice in my head. Oh, it's not an actual person who comes home with you. No, it's a fatter microphone. It sounds like if the guy on pizza boxes came to life. It's Mike's inner yeah, Italian. That's what I said. <laughs> it's the true Italian. If, you pay, hey. ex- if you pay an extra twelve hey. ninety nine to HBO Max, you can have that as a voice option. Like that's their version <laughs> of Siri. It does cause the app to crash, but yeah, oh, which is an improvement. That's what causes the app to crash. <laughs> Not just trying to press play on goddamn Snyder Cut because I fucking have to for another podcast. <laughs> Ryan. It is time to vote, but also you had to take care of things. So I may destroy you. Succession. Any final words on either before you vote? Uh, yeah. You know how like Greg and Cassie will look at us and be like, "You'll see, really." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then we always scream at them. Always. That's our way. Right. Scream. <laughs> and but we know that we're right. I know that I'm right about Succession as well. I know that it's like that. It's like it is that show. But I don't think that the OC is better than Mad Men. I don't understand who here thinks any show is better than Mad Men. You guys are... I, what I what love a, is what a every year, Ryan picks, Ryan picks a fight that lost an hour ago. He's like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm actually supposed to fight. I'm fighting this losing fight from... I actually right consider myself an iconoclast, Ryan. So I take <laughs> oh that God, as a compliment. Greg never graduated college. <laughs> um but and I love Succession for all of that. But uh, eventually, the OC comes up against Mad Men, and it's I may destroy you, Cassie. Yeah, like 
I May Destroy You is like the drama of all dramas. Like this is the one when I said it was soul, like it took the soul out of you. Like this is it. It's just so, this is what I think of with drama. So I May Destroy You. Taylor. Um, these are both so fucking good, but I'm going to pick the one that I uh, enjoyed watching and rewatching the most. And that's Succession. Books. Caitlin. <laughs> yes. Wait, that wasn't the internet? <laughs> it was for drama. That was a dramatic pause, man. I sat on that one. Uh, I, I mean, you know I said I couldn't watch I May Destroy You, but like I read about it just so I could like, be on it. And I, I, I guess I'm going to go with I May Destroy You. All right. Books. Uh, this one's a tough one for me. I still think Succession is fantastic. I think it's a great drama. I think it's better than some of the other dramas we have put through to round two. But with all of that said, I may destroy you. Uh, gets my vote. Yeah, that's how rounds work. It'll go up. A- that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I I want to say I may destroy you, and I feel like I'm I'm like that I should. But honestly, Succession is probably my favorite show right now and i was like so eager to see every single episode and i can't wait for it to come back so to be true to the greg sphere i have to say succession wait i'm sorry if i missed this but didn't did i may destroy you win 2020 drama yep you did yeah cool that's yeah and succession won 2019 shit like did you i may destroy you moves on i don't have to so you'll never know. I May Destroy You moves on. And that is the end of round one. We're going to take a quick break and then we come back. Round two, bitches. Round two, bitches. battle one. It is Friday Night Lights. Do you remember that that's still on the show versus <laughs> American Crime Story, OJ Simpson versus the people. That's a lot of verses. Wait, there were so three rounds. Hang on, yeah, Mike. Three rounds. Mike, 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 come on, you Mike, have to explain Mike, a lot I have better. a joke about Mike, the verses thing. Hang on, follow I need, me. I need Greg's joke. But, but that sounds like three different contestants. Uh, sounds right, like a now, three-way. Ryan, I heard you have a joke. Uh, I think Greg covered it, Mike. Uh, hey, I got a joke. I got a joke real quick. I, I haven't heard this many verses since uh, of a uh, hip-hop posse cut. <laughs> Because so, there's so many rappers yeah. on it. There's so Dude, many rappers. I like that. Do you like more than anything is that the Unnatural 20s were like, let's fucking move on with this shit. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Let's start with you. Books, Friday Night Lights versus O.J. Simpson. Who defines America? You don't have to say that. Who moves on? What's your point? <laughs> Unfortunately, I think my answer is still the same. I think American Crime Story does define America Ooh. more than Friday Night Lights. And uh, that's who gets my vote. All right. Greg? Yeah, it, this show, the O.J. Simpson story, shows exactly how this was botched by so many people uh, and reminds white people to stay mad. So I'm going to go with O.J. Simpson. <laughs> uh, Caitlin. Oh, I'm so glad you came to me. You sent me into this battle that, you know, has the, the, Smallville slaughtered, the slaughtered Smallville behind it. <laughs> Okay, but uh, Caitlin, Friday Night Lights is about a small little town. And maybe know, there's one I'm special boy who's good at football. That's why I'm voting for Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Ryan. Um, I think that I'm going to go with Friday Night Lights. Oh! Ooh. That's surprising, and I love it, Cassie. You know what? Drama. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Drama! <laughs> Taylor. Uh, 
I'm going to go American Crime Story. Interesting. Because Friday Night Lights hit too close to home? Yeah, it's it's too close to home. <laughs> Everyone I know is in it, and I hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at counting. Do I have to vote or no? You do. Like, you have to vote. I do. Oh, uh, Friday Night Lights moves on. I think, <laughs> I think it is on Sopranos level and does not get talked about enough. Friday Light. Did I ever do that highlight joke? Yeah, I'll probably do that in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> next up is Fargo versus Watchmen. Can we vote? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can vote. Caitlin, what's your vote? It's for Watchmen. All right. Greg, what's your vote? Yeah, I loved Fargo so much, uh, but again, Watchmen just, it feels, like, it feels like it changed everything, so I'm going with Watchmen. Taylor? Yeah, I mean, listen, I love Jesse Plemons, but uh, Watchmen. We got to go with it. It's just a UFO. We could have yeah. had we could have had Jesse Plemons versus Jesse Plemons. Hot Plemons on Plemons action. Oh god, damn it. Plemonade. That's a lot of face. When life gives you plemons, you make plemonade. Mike, did you call me before all that? I did before the plemonade. Yeah. Great. I would like to vote for Watchmen. Ryan. Um, I like I liked Watchmen a lot. It was the only show to ever win superheroes best show of the year and Pop Filters show of the year. Yeah. That's crazy, and right? Pop culture of the year, yeah. But I'm gonna say Fargo. And Cooks. with that I will say Fargo, fuck yourself. <laughs> uh Watchmen. Uh my vote doesn't matter. And I always I like to point out times that Ryan and I are different people. I cannot hear. If my vote mattered, I would also vote Fargo. You guys what season two of Fargo is one of the best things of TV that's way ever better made. than Watchmen. There we Love. go. But Watchmen moves on. Next up is Better Call Saul, what everybody is calling the, the definite winner of this whole thing already. Everybody mm-hmm. on the show loves it. <laughs> versus Halt and Catch Fire. Cassie, where are you leaning? You know it's Halt and Catch Fire. You know. <laughs> Better Call and Halt called Saul. Fire. Hmm. Nailed it, Greg. <laughs> I love Halt and Catch Fire, but Better, Better Call Saul, I think, is going to go down as the best drama of all time before it's all said and done. So Better Call Saul. Books. Halt and Catch Fire. Taylor, this this hurts me. I think this is the, the the toughest one so far. I'm gonna very narrowly give it to Better Call Saul. This is gonna be such an awkward double date on Friday. You, me, Lee Pace, <laughs> your girlfriend, <laughs> Caitlin. Yes, uh, I'm going for Lee Pace, baby. It's Halt and Catch Fire. All right, Halt and Catch. Uh, did I get everybody? Nope. No. There's so many of you. Ryan, who did, did I not ask you? Did I, who did I not ask? If I didn't ask you, fucking vote. Um, if Mad Men is off the board, is that or is Mad it Men is. off? It is okay. off, yeah. Uh, that is definitely Better Call Saul. Taylor, what's their tally at right now? It's I, three and three right now. Uh, yes, it is three and three. <laughs> uh, oh, Caitlin good. has Action. the board, not Taylor. I Taylor and Tally send a similar in my head, and that's where I went. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> You guys, somebody's been putting vodka in my water. Uh, my vote is for Better Call Saul. The yeah, clear there we go. Thank goodness. Better Call Saul moves on. Your last battle of round two is Breaking Bad versus I May Destroy You. Oh, I can already tell which way the wind blows. Cassie, who are you voting for? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. It's of course I May Destroy You. You may. Ryan? Ew. Uh, but it's I May Destroy You. Caitlin. I May Destroy You. Greg. Yeah, I think, I think this is where it ends for Breaking Bad. I May Destroy You. 
It, it, it won one battle, right? Yeah, but this won. is it. Oh, it's I May Destroy You. And Taylor. Um, yeah, I May Destroy You. <laughs> I May Destroy You, May Destroy All of Us, and Moves Breaking Bad's still on. really good, you guys. It's fine. It's a good show. It's a good, it's good it's show. It's not better than Halt and Catch Fire. No, it's definitely not better than Halt and, and Catch Fire. And it's definitely not better than Better Call Saul. But it's a good show. <laughs> Your semifinals oh, are... Shit. Friday Night Lights versus Watchmen. Caitlin. Ooh. Um, wow. I'm going to do Watchmen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson just walked by. Wow. Are you wow. stealing my shit? <laughs> Taylor. Uh, Watchmen, yeah. Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Watchmen. Cassie. Watchmen. Ryan. Friday Night Lights. And Greg. Watchmen. All right. Wait, I voted for Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Nope. Watchmen moves on. Because I can't count. Your final semifinal is Better Call Saul versus I May Destroy You, Taylor. <sighs> Better Call Saul. Cassie. I May Destroy You. Greg. Better Call Saul. Caitlin. I May Destroy You. Ryan. Better Call Saul. <laughs> Bucks. I may destroy you. <laughs> I don't like when it does this. Better call Saul moves on. Damn. A very gendered podcast. <laughs> Isn't that the parenthetical of every podcast? <laughs> Your final battle for TV drama of 2011 to 2020 is Watchmen versus Better Call Saul. Books. Watchmen. Cassie. Feel like we can put Better Call Saul. We can put it in the. We can bury it now. It's Watchmen. Shut the. Yeah! <laughs> Caitlin. Let's bury it. It's Watchmen. <laughs> Three for Watchmen. Surprising. No one. Greg. <laughs> Let's bury it in first place. Better Call Saul. <laughs> Taylor. Better than Watchmen. Not bury by a lot, it, but but I think better. It, bury it. Watchmen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ryan, give a speech. Oh man! All right, like, Watchmen was cool. Like if you only had to do one season of bullshit, uh, one season of jerking off on a comic book that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> Better Call Saul is the best drama that isn't. Ma- Wait, did Batman move on? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not did not, buddy. All right, Watchmen then. Like <laughs> <laughs> he knows where the wind's blowing. Watchmen moves on. Watchmen is not just your pop culture event of whatever year it was. It's also your pop culture event. Uh, nope. Your TV drama of 2010 versus 2020. And by versus, I mean through. I can talk. We're all fine. Hey, books, want to plug something? Hey, if you like a little more chaos and a little less logic, you should listen to (laughs) Unnatural 20s. You'll hear Cassie, Caitlin, and I talk about how we fail, sometimes succeed, and get through our lives. I love that. Taylor, anything to plug? Um, Yeah, I'll just plug... uh, uh if you're looking for a really um, middle of the road standard root beer that good sweetness, <laughs> good flavor all around, Dublin Bottling Company makes a fantastic one. If you can find it uh, anywhere, definitely get your hands on a bottle of that. Love it. Anybody else? Throw something out random. All right. Until then, that has been your TV drama of the last decade. We are coming back to wrap up these anniversary shows. You know mixtapes on the way, and you know pop culture item of the decade. Until then, keep listening to those albums, watching those TV dramas, watching those TV companies, watching those movies.